so I'm Lisa, and I live in Austin, and I've lived here for, oh, what year is it? <laughs> like 36 years Goodness. in Austin. I grew up in San Antonio. My history of political activism I come by very honestly because both my mom and my grandmother were super activist in lots of different ways. My mother talks about how she carried me on her shoulders at maybe three and we were uh, protesting the Vietnam War with another mother for peace. That's what it was, another mother for peace. And she always talks about how I probably had an FBI file when I was three years old. <laughs> um, and my grandmother always sent like $5 checks to about 50 different organizations. Wow. <laughs> you know, she was the, the, the very, the original grassroots campaign organizer, I mean, uh, funder, you know, sure. the, the small donation. Um, and my mother also was really active in the Democratic Party in San Antonio. And she got to like her, her top tier thing that she got to do was hang out with Bill Clinton on one of his visits to San Antonio and was his like liaison for the day, like Whoa. introduced him at his speeches and stuff like that. And so, yeah, so I come by it pretty honestly. And I think there's never been a time in my life where I've never been somewhat active and somewhat politically involved. My husband and I started a neighborhood association and ran it for like seven years. And we were really active in the development of the triangle when it started, because it was, uh, it started as a strip mall and neighborhoods all just kind of got together and made it into what it is. And so we were involved in some of that. But I will say that as of November 9th, 2016, Anything I did before has just exponentially blown to, you know, and it's really kind of become a lifestyle. It's like 90% of my existence now is fighting what's going on. The I, I really feel like it's... Um, you know, you, you've asked, what is your primary concern? Well, what is one thing what that might it? be on your mind? Right. Yeah. Well, my primary concern is growing authoritarianism. And I think if we don't, like, to me, if we don't address that, none of the other issues are solvable, mm -hmm. you know? And I really feel that we have a dictator in the making. And I knew that on November 9th, 2016. And I literally woke up and just jumped into action and I didn't grieve like a lot of people, which unfortunately that wasn't really healthy for me. I just, I just like boots on the ground started going, you know, and, and trying to figure out what can I do? What can I do? And I would say that as a person, as a Jewish, culturally Jewish descendant of people who ran from Russia and the pogroms in Russia, and I believe the Holocaust as well. I have, you know, family that perished in the Holocaust, and I just saw the writing on the wall right away, and unfortunately I feel like all of my fears have been realized in a mere two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And so I often feel that I have, like, generational trauma that I feel. It should be paralyzing, but what it is is it, I just keep pushing forward and like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? You're one of many people I've spoken to personally, maybe not on a podcast, who have said there's lots of bad things happening. They don't agree with this. They want to help protect this person. They want to do all these things. They might feel they, they want to grieve. 
and it makes them hard. It makes it hard to take action. But it seems like you are taking action. You, you're getting over it somehow, maybe. So what? How can people healthily get over some of that and and take action if they want to? Is it possible? Is it? Is there any? you know, advice you could give people who want to take action, but they feel like it's hard for them? Absolutely. And that is entirely what I am all about. My entire existence is about trying to motivate people to do one thing. That's all you need to do is one one thing. thing. And one thing here, I've got my my little cheat sheet here. I'm going to pull out. Um, One thing could be picking a local candidate that you like and volunteering, phone banking, postcarding, canvassing, knocking on doors, um, texting, you know, volunteering at their office. Another thing is just sending money to the Travis County Democratic Party because they always need money to try to continue, you know, to bolster this effort. Um, Sending money to Democratic candidates all around the United States because we need this to be a 50-state strategy. It can't just be where you are, but that's an easy thing to do. Act Blue is just awesome. It's an easy way to donate money. And you can just do it $5 if that's all you can do, but it helps. You know, if, if 50,000 people donated $5, that's enough money to run a campaign. Sure. <laughs> you know, and if it's yeah. coming in from grassroots from all over the country, it's awesome. Um, find your precinct chair. For in your local, you know, everything has to be local. You have to meet your neighbors and talk to them. But precinct chairs are really where things are happening and they need all the help that they can get. Um, writing postcards to voters, that's, we talked about earlier, that's mm-hmm. a fantastic entry, du- entry drug. You know, you can do it in your home, you can do it while you're waiting in your doctor's office, you can, you can do it on the bus or the train when you're commuting, you can, whatever. It can be fun, it can be therapeutic, it's super easy, it's very inexpensive, it doesn't take a lot of time, and I really feel like the, each postcard could mean a person that never knew there was an election coming up, and it could make a huge difference, and it has all around the country. Um, another thing in Texas is becoming a volunteer deputy registrar, because we can register people to vote Mm -hmm. and it's just another tool in our arsenal to you know you just keep it with you at all times keep all your stuff with you and you just have a casual conversation with a stranger at the laundromat and you find that they're not registered to vote and say hey i can register you to vote you know and that's how we do this stuff um there's also in in texas there's register to the number two vote.org and they've also got a new initiative called map the vote and map the vote show it's a it's a software that shows you like wherever you are shows you all the houses in the area where people are not registered to vote and you could just go talk to your neighbors or if you're in another city you could go knock on some stranger's door and say i see that nobody's registered to vote here would you like to register to vote right, right. and then register to vote.org is a um a way that in texas we can help people anybody you don't have to be a volunteer deputy registrar to help people get registered to vote using that software mm-hmm. um talk to 17 year olds any 17 year old you know because two months before their 18th birthday they can register to vote and we mm-hmm. need all those people we can get because mm-hmm. they're the next generation and everything's going to impact them more than it's going to impact all of us old folks um commit to vote vote by mail Follow, share, invite friends uh, for Texas Democrats on social media. You know, promoting our message, 
spreading facts, you know, how facts are good, right? Yeah. How important right. is that right now? So yeah. just amplifying these messages as much as we can yeah. and also helping candidates get their messages out is so important yeah. and inviting people to events and stuff using social media. Anything you can do just as a one person, just pick one. I had, I had a great talk with somebody a few weeks after the election in uh, 2016 and he's a preacher, I guess. And I said, you know, I've got to, I got to fight. How, what am I going to do? I don't know how to, how I'm going to do this, but I got to find out. I got to just do as much as I can do to not in my, not on my watch. This is not going to have, I can't let this happen on my watch. And he said, you need to pick one thing and just focus on that because they're going to drive us all mad and there's just going to be too much. And so if we all pick one thing, then we're all focusing on that one thing and we're going to be fine. So that's what you do. Yeah. And, and you wake up every morning and some days you have bad days. Some days I don't do anything and I'm a mess. And some days I I'm all over the place and right. 10,000 postcards. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've already written, um, I think probably close to 500 wow. for, for Rosedale huddle. Sure. Yeah. Imagine that multiplied by everyone who wants to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. If you just write 10 postcards, that's 10 more than we had. <laughs> and for me, I'm having fun because I'm doing them artistically sure. and creative. And, and that's been a really great therapeutic tool for me because it's, I'm, I feel okay about channeling my creativity yeah. into that yeah. because it's also political. <laughs> no, like, that's awesome. You can totally tell your organizer background out of all the things you, you got. But I also love that you list things you can do. Some might take or drain energy, but some might give you back yeah. energy. But, you know, we all have to find what works for us. Um, for some people being out in, you know, I mean, it's the whole, if, are you an introvert or an extrovert? And... Some people going to rallies and stuff is super energizing, and some people it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. But some people don't feel comfortable writing postcards because they hate their handwriting or whatever. They're not creative. And, you know, you just find the thing that is okay for you and do it. And we need everybody because this is it. I really feel like, I really feel like this is kind of the last shot, you know? I mean, I, I don't want to sound. The, you know, I, I don't want to sound depressing or anything, and I try to not be as much as possible, but I'm terrified, and that's underneath, that's, what mo that's what's motivating me every day is terror, but it's also great. I mean, so many great things have come of all this, too, so there's a lot to be hopeful and energized by. The people all over the country who are just doing so much, it's great, and then every day there's a new horror so you know it's just so hard but it's you have to remember we're being gaslighted you know like it it's um have to stay focused and not fall too much into the news mm -hmm.